Hey everyone, welcome back for episode 118 of the Path Podcast. I'm Jason. I'm Derek. And we are so glad that you have decided to join us today as we continue down the path. Well, Derek, um, we have jumped back into the book of Revelation and you don't get any time to catch your breath because Mm -hmm. we jump right back in to chapter 16 where the bowls of God's wrath are being poured out on the world. Um, You know, a real touching, moving sermon for a Mother's Day yesterday. Um, beautiful. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. But, um, it, but in the midst of that, it, in the midst of, of, you know, the next three weeks as we go through chapter 16, some really difficult passages, but we do also see the incredible love of God in that as well, that, um, that wrath is possible or wrath is necessary because of God's love. Uh, and so maybe talk to us for a little bit, just kind of recap the first seven verses that we went over yesterday, and then uh, what what is it that we need to hold on to this week as we think about Revelation 16? Yeah. I think, number one, in a way of reminder, you know, just our approach here uh, with mm-hmm. Revelation, because it's been several weeks um, <clears throat> since we've been mm-hmm. in the book of Revelation. You know, we set out a year and a half ago, or really before that when we planned our mm-hmm. series, to um, to tackle the idea of the book of Revelation, you know, I mean the yeah. the expectation I think from a lot is that you know why don't we hear about the book of Revelation? It seems like we're living in those times, you know, and uh, shouldn't we study it and that kind of thing? And and then also you know with uh, a global pandemic, mm-hmm. uh, you know these kind of um, apocalyptic things that seem <laughs> sure. to be happening around yeah. us. Yeah. You know, begs begs the question, and then I think a lot of people make assumptions based off of, based off of, what they've been told about the Book of Revelation mm-hmm. or what they, you know, understand. And so we kind of set out to say, hey, what does the Book of Revelation actually say? What does it actually yeah. teach? And at the end of the day, I think the point of the Book of Revelation is for us to see Jesus. Yeah, see Jesus high and exalted, high and lifted up, the conquering King. You know. Um, um, Jesus in his glory and grace and the culmination of everything that he set out to do. You know, that's really what you find in the mm-hmm. book of Revelation. And if you don't um, study the book of Revelation, it's not that you miss like what might happen or what might not happen. You miss Jesus. Yeah. And you miss an aspect of Jesus and a, an angle of Jesus, if you will, that you don't necessarily see everywhere else. There's yeah. glimpses of it, but you don't see it in this full picture. Right. So our goal has been to exalt and lift up Jesus, not yeah. to predict times and right. um, determine you know, codes. You determine, yeah. yeah, what what may be there to you know somehow reveal like is what is happening now. Yeah, you know what the thing is. It's like what's happening now has been has happened, will happen, and uh, and is happening. So yeah. it's. And that's what you see in the book of Revelation. So, you know, right. anyway, all, all that to say, I think it's important because as we get into these harder passages where you see the finality and the, and the culmination of, uh, you know, what is just and right, mm-hmm. but very hard for us to see. And yeah. that is that the judgment of God comes to to finality. Right, know? right. Um, and I think that's I think that's what's so hard about it for us all is that it is very final. Mm-hmm. We know deep down we ought to know that God has to be, um, ju- you know, He has to judge right and wrong. He has yeah. to judge sin. We we know that in our hearts. 
Um, we, we expect that in our own lives. If someone kills someone, we expect justice to be served. We right. expect a judgment to be handed down. We expect punishment. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, you know, someone steals millions of dollars. We hope that there's some kind of retribution, yeah. especially if it's our millions of dollars. Right. You know what I mean? Uh, right. you know, so we know and we feel this idea that there should be judgment for wrongdoings and sin, but we don't like to think about it in a final type way. Sure. We don't like to think about it toward us or toward people that we love. Right. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, that is something that we have not done well in the past as the church, if you mm. will, not just our church, but right. the global church, the, the big, G, yeah, big capital C C church, church. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, is that we've not done well to hold in tension the fact that God is loving mm-hmm. and um, at the very same time just and judger as yeah. well. Mm-hmm. I think we like to we like to compartmentalize sure. those things a lot. That we look, like you you were mentioning a while ago. We love the idea of justice against other people. Mm-hmm. We only want the idea of grace for ourselves sure. <laughs> and, and for those we love. And um, and you're right that that if we don't hold those things in tension, we're not getting a full picture of of who God really is. Yeah. Well, and I think. And that, and I tried to paint it this way yesterday. In the idea of rebellion, you know, mm. is that yeah. we expect when someone is in rebellion to one another, to someone else, that there is some kind of recompense. There's some kind right. of, you know, um, retribution. Yeah. Um, and that's that is what has happened. Mm-hmm. It's what has happened from the very beginning. And I've talked about that kind of kind of a brief <clears throat> swath of you know, it's like. This is just what happened. As soon as people came onto there, it's like they went headlong into, hey, let's do whatever the crap we want to. Right. Yeah. I guess I'm not supposed to say that word on the podcast, but I did. So, um, it happened. Apologies. <laughs> yeah. But we, we just think we can do whatever we want to. You know, so, and that's what Adam and Eve did, right? Mm-hmm. They, they, they go to the, um, the, you know, hey, don't eat this. You know, yeah. everything else is good. And it's like yeah. they ran to the thing they weren't supposed to right. eat. Don't know? eat this thing? Yeah. This thing that I'm yeah. eating right now. Yeah. yeah. And that's, you know, it's our our hearts are rebellious. And so, you know, God offers uh, judgment for sin in that moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, the day of you eat it, you shall surely, that you shall surely die. It's a tongue twister. <laughs> um, but they don't die, so he gives grace. Mm-hmm. They don't die right away. Uh, they enter into this, you know, separation from him, this... You know, exile out of the garden because he was protecting him. Actually, it was, that was a means of grace as well. Yeah. So, but in that moment, you have grace and justice being being rendered right. at the very same time, stating the proto evangelion. You know, the the uh, uh, Genesis. That's a uh, theological term for mm-hmm. Genesis three fifteen. Mm-hmm. This first mention of the the gospel. This yeah. first mention of uh, Christ coming to. Crush the head of the serpent. Crush right. the head of the rebellion. Tr- uh, to crush the head of the beast, the dragon. The mm-hmm. you know all that we see, you know, w- which you know comes to uh, culmination and fruition in Revelation. So, right. um, so, so you see the graces there in the yeah. midst of. You're gonna have labor now, and it's gonna hurt. Right. You're gonna 
um, try to till the ground, and it's going to be hard. You're yeah. going to do it by the sweat of your brow. You know, so justice and grace and mercy all yeah. wrapped into one. Absolutely, yeah. I was going to say, I, I doubt that Adam and Eve viewed that as graciousness in the moment. It was like I, I imagine there was a, a lot of what? What? You, you're throwing us out of the garden? What? We have to do this hard work now? Mm-hmm. It doesn't seem gracious in the moment, and I think that's true for anybody. I mean, think about. Um, you know, when you, I think about when we discipline our kids, they don't see our discipline as graciousness mm-hmm. in the moment. It's how dare you not let me do the thing I want to do, right? Yeah. And um, <clears throat> and yet, if you take, it, I'm sure that when Adam and Eve had a moment to reflect, they could look back and say, "Well, you know, he did tell us that we would die in that moment, and we're still alive." Yeah. Um, and, and and so I think that um, it's hard. To hold those things in tension, mm-hmm. like especially in the moment when right. we have done wrong and wrath is what is deserved, and yet God gives something. Uh, if the, I don't know if this is a cor- if a correct way to refer to it, but God gives something that's less wrathful mm-hmm. uh, in order for us to to be shown grace in that moment as mm-hmm. well, and it, that's hard to see sometimes. Yeah, it is, and, and it's certainly hard, like in Revelation sixteen, where yeah. all you see is. Seven angels pouring out God's mm-hmm. wrath in various specific ways, you know, yeah. uh, like turning all the seas and the rivers into blood so that nobody can drink it, mm-hmm. you know. And all the fish die in it. Yeah. Right. So, you know, that's like, oh, my goodness. But if you only read that in the context of that moment, yeah, sure, it looks terrible. Right. But that's not what we're meant to do. It's this story that leads up to this moment, right? Yeah. And we see, um, you know, We've seen since Jesus passed, you know, since Jesus died and rose again and, and ascended into heaven, that the grace of God is continuing because mm-hmm. he's allowing people to continue to, uh, you know, live and breathe. And, you know, right. he's long-suffering and kind and gracious. You know, he yeah. didn't automatically just said, all right, now that I've accomplished salvation, you better believe real quick or it's, yeah. you know, you're out of here. No, he's given time and um, um Opportunity. opportunity after opportunity. Mm-hmm. And even the book of Revelation, we see it again and again yeah. and again. We see the trumpets as warnings, these woes of warning to say, it's coming, it's yeah. coming, it's coming. And in these bowls of wrath, it's like, here it is. It's yeah. just, this is it. We told it. you it was coming. We told you you had opportunity and you right. chose to disregard those things. Yeah. And and one of the things I said yesterday, and, and I, just to elaborate, to elaborate is that, you know, we if we look, we see... Uh, you know, God holding at, in perfect tension the grace and mercy mm-hmm. and the expectation that you, or the, the, the thing that you would expect him to, to do uh, to those who are in rebellion against him, mm. who have, yeah. who know the right way and have been given opportunity after opportunity after, uh, after you know, opportunity after opportunity after opportunity yeah. and continue to go after their own ways. Right, right. And so you see all that and where you see it most perfectly, um, it, or this tension of grace and mercy and mm-hmm. and judgment of God all at once and the wrath of God is at the cross, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Where that is held in perfect tension. Yeah. That this uh, this cosmic moment, you know, the, in, in Jerusalem on a hillside with a man who died a, a sinner's death, you mm-hmm. know, an undeserved sinner's death on a cruel cross. This it's like this this hinge pin or this this. I don't know, like I'm thinking like some kind of conduit of, of electricity, the, 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 the love of God and the, and the justice of God and, and the wrath of God, mm-hmm. you know, are all 
you know, emanating out from this moment. Right. And that Jesus is holding it all together, saying, um, saying, yes, it is. It is just that God punish sin and punish those who are in rebellion against Him. That's just and right, and it's perfect, and mm-hmm. it it's it's hard. And but that's what it, that's what should happen. Mm-hmm. At the very same time, John, you know, First John tells us that God is love, right? That's just the core value of who he is. And so this loving God in this moment holds all that intention at the same time. When Jesus says, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do, it's this this one phrase to represent this what this whole cross is accomplishing. That yes. You don't have to receive the wrath of God. It can be cast upon Jesus mm-hmm. on your behalf in yeah. that moment. And he says, I love you so much. I will receive the wrath for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, the second thing that we said yesterday is just that the it is a choice mm-hmm. yeah. to receive God's to sit under God's judgment and God's wrath is a right. choice because Jesus has made a way for us to be redeemed, to be mm-hmm. forgiven, to be justified, yeah. to be And he doesn't hide clean. that from us. No. He doesn't hide it from us. He doesn't say there's a way but you got to figure mm-hmm. it out. He says there's a way and it's me. Mm-hmm. And uh yeah, and you're right to choose not to believe in him is that's that's the choice. And Paul tells us in in Romans 1 um 16 I think through 18 that we are without excuse mm-hmm. that's right we're without excuse because he's written it into creation even yeah it's not merely revealed in his word it's revealed all around us that right. there there is enough evidence for us to see that there is another way yeah but and that's what you see I mean you see in verse 2 uh, Revelation 16 2 it says the first angel went and poured out the bowl on earth and every and severely painful sores broke out on the people who had the mark of the beast and who worshiped them as yeah the people who rebelled yeah they didn't have that mark by accident no yeah they exactly. went and stood in line you know, like, like you'd stand in line at the opening of the coolest ride <laughs> at whatever your favorite theme park is yeah. like yeah. oh you, i got a, I got a mark that i can worship this this uh beast with yeah. sign me up right yeah 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 and you know, it's like there's, you know, hey, there's this other line over here, you know, mm-hmm. and what, what does the Bible tell us? Narrow mm-hmm. is the way, right, to yeah. Christ. And not many people not take Not many it. people fall. Wide is the road yeah. to destruction, and many people follow it. Right? Yeah. So, yeah, I heard, I heard a pastor say one time that um, you asked the question, does God hate sin? Yes, look at the cross. Mm-hmm. Yes, another question. Does God love sinners? Yes, look at the cross. Mm-hmm. And and I think that that's a that's a great way of kind of summarizing that tension. Yeah. That that yes, wrath, wrath and grace and mercy are are two sides of a coin almost mm-hmm. that that if you don't have one, the other one doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so I think that it's important for us to to have that understanding of who God is, that he is just and 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 rightly just mm-hmm. and rightly upset about sin and yet he's also this incredibly loving and merciful god mm-hmm. and um and if if the wrath didn't exist 
the grace and mercy doesn't mean anything. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and so you you have to you have to keep those things in tension. I think is important. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, it's like the good news isn't good news. Right. Or as good of news if if you right. don't realize the bad news. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think part of part of what makes the gospel so beautiful is remembering what we've been saved from, mm-hmm. and that that's not all of it, but that's mm-hmm. a that's an important part of it. That not just that we've been saved to go to heaven, but we've been saved from hell. Yeah, uh, and we've been saved to a task, and that's a different story altogether. But but yeah, we that heaven is so incredible. Because hell is a reality. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't you think, or maybe it's not a right question, do, do you think the reason that we are not as prone to um, realize or talk about or, like, we don't want to discuss, you know, God's judgment and all that, is, mm-hmm. do you think it's because, you know, we, it's just something we've avoided talking about, you know. Like I think that's part of it. I think, I think too culturally, because I think that's it's not only an American thing, but it's a very American thing. Mm-hmm. Other cultures don't have as much of a aversion to talking about hell as we do. I think that we are so enamored with ease and comfort that we just don't want to talk about it. Yeah, um, I think that's part of it. I think, I think too that um, we don't we don't want to we don't want to admit that there are consequences for every decision that we make. Uh, we like to think that we can just do whatever we want, like you yeah. said earlier, and there's no consequences. You just you just keep going, you know. Yeah. Like oh yeah, sorry about that. I'm gonna keep moving, right? You know, I think yeah. I think that's a big part of it. Um, I, I think too, and maybe I'm wrong here, but I think you know, in the past, especially Southern America, you know, mm. you had, you had this kind of, you know, traveling preachers that would go, mm. and you know, it's kind of hellfire you know, hell and brimstone. brimstone. Yeah. yeah, I was about to say the exact same thing. Yes, <laughs> and it was like, yo, that was a good hellfire and brimstone messages. Right. You know, we maybe overemphasize that at one point too much. I think that's probably and then true. We've like done a pendulum swing to yeah. like we're just don't talk about it at all. Right. And um, so yeah, I mean, and, yeah, I mean, it's like I said, I would, I didn't prepare this message, and I'm not preparing the next two messages either, mm-hmm. with some kind of giddy, you know, excitement yeah. to, right. uh, you know, oh, I get to talk about, you know, the judgment of God, right, today, and and that, you know, I, I, even I didn't expect this to happen, but even as I read the scripture yesterday, as I read the words that the angel said, you are just, the verse five. You're just the Holy One who is and who was because you have passed judgment on these things. Because they poured out the blood of the saints and the prophets. You've given them the blood to drink. They deserve it. And that just, it it yeah. hit me yesterday. Like, goodness, you know, they deserve it. And that's hard and that's tough. Yeah. And then I, verse 7, I heard the altar say, "You, Yes, Lord God, the Almighty, true and just are your judgments. Mm. Um, that's tough, man. You know, it's just it's it's so it's not a a giddy thing. Yeah. Um, it's not a hey, I'm trying to preach hellfire and brimstone again and swing the pendulum the other way. Yeah, I think too. Another thing, this is a conversation you and I have had at various points that there there's no such thing as moderation anymore in mm-hmm. in our culture. Like you have to live in the extremes, mm-hmm. and and I think that a lot of people 
even like I'm talking Christians, not people who are don't believe in hell or whatever, but mm-hmm. Christians think, well, it's easier for me to just be all damnation and judgment, or it's easier for me to just be God just loves everybody. You, mm-hmm. Whatever you did, He can cover over it, and. Those are the extremes on the opposite ends. And mm-hmm. the reality is that Scripture would tell us it's in the middle, Yeah, that there is judgment for our sins, yeah. but there is also grace and mercy for our sins. Mm-hmm. And we, those things have to be together. Yeah. Otherwise, you, you're not talking about the God of the Bible if you're mm-hmm. talking about the one who only judges and pours out right. wrath, or if you're talking about the one who only loves and just, yeah, do whatever you want. There are yeah. no consequences. That that's, Neither one of those things are the, are the real God of the Bible. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that that's, that, I think that factors into it of why we are averse to it. Cause it's just, it's, I think it is uh, not in reality, it's easier. It's perceived to be easier to be one or the other. Yeah. So it is, it's, it's harder to hold things in tension. Yeah, absolutely. It's harder currently whatever for this this um you know this moment in our history it's hard to be nuanced Mm -hmm. everything expects you to be on one side or the other and and really most things i think are somewhere uh in in a middle kind of gray area and people don't like that right um and there, there are some people that just that everything's black and white anyway, so you, you battle that. But mm-hmm. you know, it's just there's, there's just there used to be room for nuance. It doesn't seem like there is yeah. these days. Well, and I think that's the testimony of the Gospels is yeah. that Jesus, man, he hung out in those gray areas. Mm-hmm. That was where he lived his sure. whole life here on earth, and we miss that sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, and and. And I think that's something that we need to really try to grab hold of. Yeah, as I prepared this message, I, I, I had just kind of this phrase that I have read and heard so many times uh, that Charles Spurgeon said is that, you know, he preaches a text and mm-hmm. then makes a beeline for the cross. And yeah. that, that I think that's how you hold an intention is that, you know, you read a text like this and then you you run headlong to say, but don't forget about the cross. Yeah. Don't forget about the cross. And it's because the cross holds it all in tension for you. Right. Yeah. We, I don't have to. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You're not having to do the work. No. no yeah. It, yeah, it's I already just been done to the for cross. Yeah. Point to the cross. It's already been done That's for where us. the justice of God was, was poured out. Yeah. On Christ. Yep. In, um, um, for atone, in atonement for your sins. Yeah. Um, a sacrifice to, mm-hmm. to take the place. The, the you know to use a word we don't use often because it's, it we don't know the definition but <laughs> it's the propitiation for right. our sin it's, yep. it's 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 it is this substitutionary atonement mm-hmm. that Jesus accomplished on the cross the wrath of God was placed upon him mm-hmm. so that the wrath of God wouldn't have to be placed upon right. those who believe him that being me and that's so where that, the wrath and the mercy come together right. that you didn't have to be there yeah. I don't have to be there and on the that grace course. of God is right yeah. there and the love yeah. of God is because Jesus said I'll do it for you yeah I'll take it for you that's right I'll receive it for you mm-hmm. the wrath of God will be poured out on me yeah on your behalf because no one else could do it mm-hmm. Moses was uh, a poor at a poor uh, Messiah yeah. um um Adam certainly was, um, uh, Abraham, mm-hmm. David. 
the people of Israel, like yeah. every single thing that was supposed to be a deliverer, a Messiah, an answer, an mm-hmm. anointed uh, one, uh, paled in comparison to God being able to just to do it himself. Right. And at the cross, it's like God just stepped down. Jesus just stepped down and says, I'll go do it's it. It's enough. Yep, I'll go do it I'll myself. do it. Yep. I will do it. I will take care of it. And, um, yeah, so the cross is, is the answer, and it's the key. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, that that's that's it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Revelation uh, 16 is tough because it's the bowls of, of God's wrath, but those who stand under his condemnation in that moment, they had the opportunity. They just uh, rebelled instead yeah. of, of, of receiving it. So. Yeah. You're right. I, I think another, another, like if you want to take a different angle at it, though, it's also the assurance that God does do what he says he's going to mm-hmm. do. Um, and that's what we've been reading about all through the first 15 God would chapters. not be God. Absolutely. If he did not judge sin. Right. Right. You're exactly right. Yeah. And it's he's saying all along, I'm, I'm going to do this. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do this. I have to do this. I'm yeah. going to. And now I'm doing it. Yeah. 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 That's true. Yeah. All right. Well, here's where we turn it over to you. What um, thoughts do you have uh, as we think about this? How, how have you experienced this tension of God's grace and mercy and and God's wrath towards sin. We, we would love to have a conversation with you about that. You can email us at thepath at lafayettefirst.life or you can comment right on this YouTube video. We'd love to talk to you about that and uh, maybe help you walk through some things. Um, we'll continue next week looking at more of uh, Revelation 16. But until then, I am Jason. I'm Derek. We hope you'll join us next time as we continue down the path. Mm-hmm.